in a white church in the middle of the wood. I follow Rain Trump just the best they could. Some folks like a man, some folks don't. A cussing and a fighting in the old church hall. If you don't agree, better leave them alone. My great beer dogs and burn your home with a little white church. When the church doors open, anything goes. Republican, fundamental Christians go to the little white church. Welcome! Welcome! Happy Valentine's Day! It's Valentine's Day! It's Valentine's Day, yeah, yeah man, thank you, yeah, fuck yeah, give me some fucking love this Valentine's Day, yes, yes, hello, hi there, whoa, wow, the ladies are here today, a lot of beautiful fucking people here today, that lovely lady in the front, I see most of your teeth. Oh, she just popped them out. Okay. Uh, you know, that's cool. That makes the BJ more pleasurable. Less teeth is always good. Well, that girl over there to the left has no teeth and no lips either. It looks like the bottom lower half of her face is just sunken deep the fuck in. If the face is that sunken in, you can probably collapse her face in and fuck her brain. Which, you know, probably makes the BJ way more, you know, enjoyable. So, that would probably be a plus too, ma'am. So, you got that going for you. Everyone get your tongues back in your mouth. Shit. Everyone here today is hopped up on chocolate Valentine's Day treats. Yes, it's Valentine's Day. And chocolate is an aphrodisiac. So, Try to re refrain from bucking here at the church while I'm preaching. Yes, it's Valentine's Day. Yes, I'm your pastor, Bill Reagan White. And yes, I'm horny like a motherfucker. I've got a Valentine's Day boner this Valentine's Day, and it says love, like those little heart candies that taste like shit. It has love written on my boner for you to eat and enjoy. I'm going to preach today like I fuck. Hard and vigorous and to the fucking point. I'm going to shout and scream to the Lord to take me home to heaven and to fill me with his spirit. That's how I fuck. I'm going to hike that skirt up. And I'm going to give it to you and give you what you need this Sunday morning. I will not hold back. I will not fucking hold back. I've been away all day. And this church has been sexting me pictures of its naughty staple. And I've been sending dick pics back because, you know, I have them ready. Half my pictures on my phone are pictures of my dick in various poses. The Verizon guy was pretty freaked out that day when I got him to transfer all my pictures over to my new phone, to say the least. Okay, so, can we get our text to put some of these dick pics up on the big screen? These are my dick pics, people. So, this dick pic, this one is my dick having a nice IPA out at the club. Next slide, please. Oh, oh I love this shot right here of my dick. 
This is my dick seductively and playfully laid out on a satin red sheet, Marilyn Monroe style. Uh-oh, and here is another Marilyn Monroe shot of my cock in an upskirt shot of when the hole in my mutilated white tighties came open from the cheap floor fan exposing my ball sack ever so carelessly. And that vent breeze is just blowing that white tidy chewed up material all around exposing my ball sack. And my dick just smiles like, oh, you see my balls. I'm a silly bitch. That truly is just a timeless classic picture of my cock. Oh, uh, okay, here is my penis in a serious black and white stylized photo with a stark black background and the penis just stares meaningfully into your soul. You probably want to fuck him because my dick is a deep dick. Okay, here I am with a long bamboo stick on my dick. The inspiration for this was I read a National Geographic magazine one time and um, I saw an individual with a bamboo on his dick. I decided I would recreate this. So I went out to the woods and I got some bamboo, got butt ass fucking naked and took this picture right here. And it turned out great I must say. It makes my dong look so fucking big. You can see my face is a little worried because I was kind of afraid that a panda bear might get a hold of that bamboo because you know those panda motherfuckers love them some bamboo stick. Maybe a panda, a beaver, or a koala even would escape from the zoo or whatever the fuck they're, they're coming from and grab a hold of that bamboo dick and start gnawing and sucking at that fucking thing. Those fuckers can go through that fucking bamboo. They can go through some damn bamboo. Although that bamboo is about six feet long, it wouldn't be but a split second. That beaver, that koala, that, that panda bitch would be right on your deck before you know it. Castration. Be careful with putting bamboo on your cock, church. That's where Satan can really get you and aim at you and get you good. It's not just the rapid bamboo-eating creatures you may encounter to be worried about, but I mean, damn, you may trip over that hog and pole vault yourself headfirst in some damn pavement, a snake pit, a, a cave, or whatever have you, or whatever may be around you, okay? Bamboo is a dangerous dick garment. Bamboo is not meant to be a decorative, impractical condom. Don't put bamboo on your dick, church. Don't put bamboo on your dick. For the love of God, do not put bamboo on your cock. Okay, so there you have it. Like I said, this church has been a dirty little fucking whore all day. And I'm going to preach to you a message like I fuck. And fuck you today in this church. It's Valentine's Day and I'm going to tell you a love story involving yours truly, me, Pastor Bill Reagan White. Okay, but for right now, I would like to call Melvin Turner and his wife Melva 
to come up here. They are the oldest living couple in this church this Valentine's Day. Come on up, Melvin and Melva. I'm Melvin. And I'm Melva. I'm 148 years old. And my wife here is 145 years old. We have been together for 134 years. I married Melva when she was like 11 years old. And I was 14 myself. Things were different back then. Jesus fucking Trump, you were like Epstein. I don't talk about the early years as much anymore because the fucking country has gotten so damn woke. All I know is I love Melva. And we grew into our relationship. And now that we are both centennials, it's not considered weird anymore. I love my Melva. And, um, mm, yeah, I remember yeah. there was one time in mm, Melvin's 50s, he told mm, me, yeah, yeah. <coughs> I realize we got married young, so if you need to take a vacation and we both maybe take some time apart, maybe have a, a few flings, separately, openly, for a, a period of time, and possibly maybe together some too, if the party is right. Y you know, uh, um, develop friends outside of the marriage, and for years, decades, we fucked each other. I fucked him, I fucked his friends, and we fucked others, and, um, I even ate his sister out before and worked a two-way dildo with her. Uh, it was a lot of fun. Well, um, the reason we took that sexual vacation, that, that sexcation, was because basically, up until that point, we both were cheating on each other pretty regular. And, um... For the first 40 years, give or take, that was pretty much us cheating. Melva caught me out and about courting um, a young female. Um, I drove this particular young bra out in my Ford Model D and, um, to a private area of the beach. And... Um, I was basically completely naked uh, with her penetrating her on the shores of the waters. And, um, well, Melva ran out there. Do you remember this, sweetheart? Oh, Lord, yes. You were quite the rascal. She come out there, threw over the umbrella we had set out there, and, uh, kicked our boot leg over, and, uh, <clears throat> Melva screamed at the top of her lungs, How could you cross me like this, you bastard? How long have you been getting a sneaky, clean snake on me with that tramp? Then I told him, Finish your business here with this postcard. 
because when he come home, we need to speak. So yeah, then Melva poured me a tall glass of hooch when I got home. And she confessed and told me about all the fellas she's had relationships with during the 40 years, the first 40 years of our marriage. And um, How many people would you say that was, baby, up until this time? I would say uh, about 627 or um, 628 if I include you in that number. I was like, oh, fuck. Christ, I thought I had knocked some skirts up, but Melba was the basically the town whore. Uh, well, um, how many gals do you think you you did at that point? That would be six, and that does include you in that number. Sadly, um, I wasn't trying as hard as you, I guess. Well, yeah, that was behind my back, though. And that shit wasn't right. So we had a long talk about how we should take some time to explore other people, but still keep the foundation of our marriage intact. And, um, you know, still occasionally fuck each other when we are not fucking other people. And, um, so we probably for the next... 20 years, give or take, fucked new people separately from each other. And then after that, we started having sex as a team with people. I think we were so hurt by the the affairs during our early years of marriage that we just had to take some time to go on a rampage of sexual intercourse with other people. We basically hardly had sex with each other, just with other people for that 20-year period. Yes, I, I told Melva to write down the names of the 627 men she had been banging during that dark early period of our marriage. And I, I tracked down the wives or, or girlfriends, if they had one, and um, I put the moves on them and... I got all those cheating bastards back for fucking my girl. So after that 20-year open affair period that lasted uh, from around the 1920s to the 1940s, give or take, we banged um, a bunch of uh, our friends and people together as a husband and wife married team. The orgies we had were, were, were splendid, and... um. I believe we grew closer because of it. Then there was that period of time from the 1950s to about uh, the 1970s where we ran a whorehouse together. A literal whorehouse. You see, we had a clientele of people who would pay to have sex with the whores in our hotel. You see, the hotel was a front for our real bestness. I walked around in a Speedo with a Magnum strapped to my side. That's a gun, of course. <laughs> That's because of all the, the riffraff that would come in that place, and sometimes Melvin would have to step in and beat a motherfucker for getting too rough with the girls. Yeah, um, 
We, we killed a few and had to throw the remains in the ocean a few times. A few times? Okay, it was at least once a month. Once a month? Okay, every week. That's still probably not right. Okay, every fucking day. It was like a couple a day. Then there was that, that shootout we got into with that drug lord that one time. You remember uh, because he thought one of the whores stole a significant amount of his drugs. She did. We had that cunt killed, remember? Oh, yeah, yeah. We fucked and killed so many people that it's hard to remember. It's all a blur. Yeah, to, to make peace with the drug lord, we had to show him that we do not tolerate that type of disobedience from our whores. Yeah, we eventually gave that drug lord our whore business. Yeah, that was because we finally decided to settle down. Oh, so is that when you guys finally settled down and started fucking one-on-one? You know, traditional married people style? Oh, fuck no. That, that's about the time we started filming pornography films. For what was, was it? It was about... 20 years, wasn't it? Oh, Lord, no. It, it was about 40 years. Yeah, it was um, probably the 1970s to around uh, the 2010s. Yeah, fucking was what we were good at. We filmed friends, each other, and group sex. And the films were quite popular at the time. Do y'all remember the title, um... The Fuck Fest Club, or, um, How About Ferris Bueller Gets Off. Oh my god, those were some good fucking films. You guys did a great job on those. It was after this 40-year period of making pornography films that Melvin confronted me on, um, Valentine's Day, to be exact. Of all days, Valentine's Day. I got down on... One day and said, Melva, we have both fucked a lot of people. You fucked probably, if my calculations are correct, 258,681 people. And I corrected him because it was more like 349,994 at that point. I said, okay, 349,994 people. And my my number is more like 211,782 people. The point is, we could fuck a billion people. Or I could settle with a mere 211,782 people. And you could settle with the 349,994 people. We could run a whorehouse or make porno films. Or I could spend all my life, all my days left in a house alone with you. And you could be my one lone whore in my own personal whorehouse. Basically, we just live in a normal house and I have sex with you, if I'm being clear. 
No more other horrors. No more films. I just want to fuck you for the rest of my life, for the rest of my days on earth. I have fucked 211,781 other people, for God's sake. And I have over a thousand films of me fucking people. So I can finally say, I got my fill. I mean, you most definitely had to get your fill. You fucked about 394,993 people. Other than myself. Can we finally say that one more person for either of us is overkill? I only want to be with you from now on. I took about 124 years to finally figure out that I love you and you are enough for me. I'm sorry if I ever made you feel like you weren't enough. I love you and let's get remarried in Paris. So I, I said yes and we went to Paris and got married. We have only had sex with strictly each other since about 2010. And I gotta say, we have really locked in. Because when Haggis, when Melvin gets to pounding my pussy, I just feel like one now. And I may have fucked a lot of people in my day, but... I have made love for the first time with Melvin. I love you, Melvin. I love you, Melvin. Come here. Oh, how sweet they're kissing. Oh, after all these years, after all these fucking years, people, I hope we can all end up like you guys. Wow, I am just blown away by the story and how God shaped y'all's marriage. Thank y'all guys for, you know, coming and telling your story and showing us your love. Okay, so young Jacob and Bellamy Corinthers just recently got married, as you know. So they are our youngest couple in the church. And I wish you guys the same happiness as Melvin and Melva. So, Jacob, what do you think about when you hear that heartwarming story that Melvin and Melva told us today? Yeah, um, I think we're fucked. Oh, no, 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 we'll be okay, Jacob. Happy Valentine's Day. Let's worship. Right, and 
I say stormy Yes, you look like my wife tonight a rally Everyone turns to see This mediocre lady That's walking around with me And Marjorie asked me Do you feel alt-right? And I say Marjorie Look like my wife tonight You look like my wife Because I see The hatred in your eyes And the wonder of it all Is that you just don't realize One small dick I have Especially if you do not have a good safe word like, let's go, Brandon. When, you know, of course, you're getting intimate, uh, it's sexual intercourse of a violent nature. The victim can shout the safe word, or even the abuser or the dominant matrix person like Keanu Reeves can shout, let's go, Brandon. And the sexual activity stops right there so no one gets hurt. Sometimes the dominant matrix person might be whipping the fuck out of your ass like Miss Gregory over there tends to do to Kenneth, her husband. Oh, you got that fucking right, motherfucker. I hope Kenneth's ass will be okay tonight because it's Valentine's Day. I don't worry about Kenneth's ass. Okay, like I was saying, even the abuser sometimes has to shout out you know, the safe word, because they may be whipping the fuck out of your ass, but like that black leather is riding up their own ass, and they may have to call out the safe word and take a breather themselves. That's why I prefer to be butt-ass fucking naked when I'm having sex. If the woman wants to wear something, it can be very skimpy, I guess. I don't give a fuck as long as it doesn't get in the way of my shaft penetrating that badge. There really isn't a dress code for sex because even if you violate the dress code, that sexy, mean-ass principal or whoever the fuck it is will come over and be like, you knew better than to wear that fucking slut gear. That's not up to dress code, bitch. Oh, come here. I'm going to have to show you some fucking discipline by, um, you, you know, fucking you hard. Yeah, so like I was saying, people during Valentine's Day, they still can get hurt or killed. So let's go over our damn prayer request, shall we? Okay. 
Let's pray for Vigil Knotts. So Vigil, his wife, Melinda, bought a fire and eye sexual lubricant for Vigil's penis to use for Valentine's Day. So Vigil got hard and rubbed that fire and ice lubricant all up and down his penis shaft. It felt so nice to him at first. He was like, all right, this is great. This feels great. So he enters Melina and gets to pumping that thing for the Lord Jesus. Jump. Oh, just pumping that thing. And Vigil's dick started burning like a snake from hell. So Vigil screamed and started pumping faster. The faster he pumped, the more and more the dick started burning. So he slowed his rhythm down. But the burning continued. Melina said, come on. You call that fucking me? That's not fucking me. I need you to fuck me. So Vigil sped up and he was crying. <laughs> At this point, Vigil was in so much pain, he pulled out completely out of Melinda. And he screamed, Let's go, Brandon! Vigil ran to the kitchen and started fucking the ice dispenser hole in the fridge. Melinda said, Why don't you ever fuck me like that? Vigil screamed, Honey, my fucking cock is on fire. I need to cool my dick down now. Get me something. So Melinda opened the fridge door and got her homemade southern sweet tea that was in a pitcher full of ice that was full of her sweet lemon nectar of the angels. Vigil screamed to the Lord to take the pain away. And put his dick right in that sweet tea. And did a full submersion of his cock in that pitcher of sweet tea. Doing basically the ice bucket challenge on his fucking dick. Visual kept his dick in that sweet tea for 10 hours straight. When he took his dick out, it was blood red. But the penis felt normal again. The color is slowly returning to Vigil's wiener. But as a precaution, he is going to wait the whole month of February and possibly even March before he finishes fucking Melinda. So let's do the QAnon Christian thing and pray for Vigil's dick to make a full recovery and that Vigil be kind enough to at the very least go down on his wife and give her some head in this down period time. I mean, Vigil always told his wife when she tried to use her period as an excuse, hey, your, your pussy may not work, but your mouth does. Hey, Vigil, your dick may not work, but your mouth does. Get to work, buddy. All right, yeah, so what a cute couple. Oh, that reminds me. Visual sent me a video. Apparently, he came up with this new ice bucket challenge based on his horrific event that happened to his dick. Can we get our text to put this up on the big screen? Hey, I'm Visual Knight, and I'm doing the ice bucket challenge on my dick by sticking my cock into this 
Ice Sweet Tea. Oh, fuck, that feels good. So fucking good now. Okay, I'm gonna kick, I'm gonna keep my dick in here for a while. My cock is a burning. My wife bought me fire and ice lubricant. My dick is burning. Her iced tea feels so fucking good though. I just want to take a moment and challenge Pastor White to the Ice Bucket Sweet Tea Cock Challenge. I challenge you, Pastor White, to stick your dick in cold southern sweet iced tea to promote awareness to the disease of um, um, ALH. If you don't do it, you are a heartless piece of fucking shit. And you deserve the karma you got coming to you, bitch. Well, you know, that's of course if, if you if you back out, okay? You got 24 hours, 24 fucking hours to comply. Okay, church, so there you have it. I'm going to stick my flaccid dick into this pitcher of sweet tea. This sweet tea was made by Miss Deborah Millie. Thank you, thank you, sweetheart, thank you. Okay, church, I have the tea right here. I'm going to teabag my junk into this fucking tea. <sighs> oh, fuck my fucking cock. <laughs> now, no, y'all don't judge me right now. <sighs> my church member is pretty damn fucking cold right now. Oh, God. Fuck. Okay, I'm going to do about 10 seconds or so. <laughs> okay. Oh, fucking chirp. Oh, shit, that's cold. Okay, I'm going to pull out. Oh, let's go, Brandon. Thank you. I just did our cock iced tea version of the ice bucket challenge for you today, church. I now challenge Hank Vermont to fuck some southern sweet tea. For ALH. Don't worry, Hank. You got 24 hours to comply. I can fuck it right now if you want me to. No, no, that's okay. I don't want to keep challenging people to teabag some sweet tea because I got a church service to run here and I don't want people fucking iced tea all damn service. It would be an entertaining service, but... We have serious matters to discuss, and we can't fuck iced tea all fucking day. We must get on with it. So let's worship. I've got a very special treat for you today. Melvin and Melva are going to do a duet together right now. Thank you. Um, okay, I'm going to start it right now. I love you. And I need you melvin i love you i do need you no matter what i do oh thank me give you guys a beat you even when i'm with my boo boy you know i'm crazy over you no matter what i do all I think about is you Even when I'm with my boo You know I'm crazy over you I met this chick and she just moved right up the block from me 
she's got the hearts for me, the finest thing my hood done seen. But oh no, no, she's got a man, the son though, oh. But that's okay, cause I wait for my cue and just listen, play my position like a shortstop. Pick up everything, mom, hit no time. I plan to make this one hear my and that's for sure, cause I've never been the type to break up a happy home There's something about baby girl, I just can't leave alone Tell me, Ma, what's it gonna be? She said, you don't know what you mean to me No matter what I do, all I think about is you Even when I'm with my boo Boy, you know I'm crazy over you No matter what I do all I think about is you, even when I'm with my boo, you know I'm crazy over you. Man, God bless you guys, that was so great. You guys are fucking awesome, thank you. I love seeing all the beautiful couples here today and families. You are the family of Trump and God. This Sunday morning is like a family reunion. Everyone's wife or husband is like their sister or their brother. We are all keeping it in the family of God. I picture a lot of you in my head fucking or whatever you do. And I celebrate the day of love and fuck with you. The Lord bless Valentine's Day. Let me tell y'all a story about a romance that I had at the beginning of January. As y'all know, I called in sick numerous times throughout January. But that was a fucking lie. I admit to this church that I lied to you so I could stay with this woman because I was in love. That's fine, I'm sure our youth pastor took charge. Okay, don't act like you guys had church. Brandon told me you guys took the whole month off while I was gone. Yeah, when the cast's away, the mice will play. I can't believe the ungodliness of you fuckers, what you did in my absence. You lied right the fuck back to me. You lied. Yes, I did lie, but it's because I met someone and I fell in love. So let me tell y'all what happened. I went to a pastor convention in Atlanta, Georgia. There were all types of preachers there. There were fat preachers. Okay, a lot of preachers were fat there, but these some of these preachers were morbidly obese. God gave you KFC. God told you to have dominion over animals. We must brutally murder chickens fry them in golden brown batter and ate them. In Jesus Christ, that is what God is commanding you to do. There is no such thing as vegan. No such thing as a vegan. Have you ever seen a lion eat broccoli? No, the lion would be lying. No, a lion eats a gazelle. A lion well, ain't what a lion will eat. There was an Asian preacher. The Lord God will summarize upon the devil. He will use the katana, katana, and send the devil back to hell. Ah, finish him. Jesus wins.
friends. There was a fitness instructing yoga preacher. Okay, move with me guys, move with me. Do, do a downward dog. Here we're gonna roll into the downward dog and praise the Lord as you roll into that downward dog. Bow to the Lord as far as you can go. Yeah. Hey, every head down, every eye closed. Don't look at my lovely daughters assisting me in the yoga lesson. Our body is a temple. We must treat it with respect and glory. No offense to the pastor that was talking about KFC. But it wasn't any of them that grabbed my attention. Although, yoga instructor TJ Nathan's daughters really got my attention pretty hard with those movements. Only because it was truly amazing to see them bend in extraordinary ways and such for the glory of the Lord. So I was, you know, already raging fucking hard. But what got my attention was there was this woman preacher who got up to preach. Yeah, that crowd also moved too a little bit. As we all know... As a QAnon Christian, radical Christian Republican, and even moderate Christians, okay, most moderate Christians also believe women are forbidden by God to preach. It says it somewhere in the Bible, I'm fucking sure of it, but, so I was pissed that a woman was preaching, but I was also enamored by who she was what she was doing, and I couldn't take my fucking eyes off of her. Her name was Alex Female. I guess because she had like a unisex name or, or whatever, the church board overlooked the preaching roster and just assumed that Alex Female was a man. I don't blame them because they probably didn't expect a woman to show up and try to preach. But Alex was Fucking good. I got into that message and I just kept eye-fucking the shit out of her throughout that fucking sermon. She was so fucking good and her message was so fucking coherent. Coherent. To, to tell you the truth, church, she was probably a better preacher than me, if you can believe it. The Lord said it is done. 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 Because all we hear is victory. Victory. All we hear is victory. 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 In the corners of heaven right now. In the corners of heaven right now. In the corners of heaven right now. In the hood of heaven. In the hood of heaven. In the hood of heaven right now. In the projects. In the projects of heaven. In the projects of heaven. For angels are being released right now. For angels are being released right now. For angels are being dispatched right now. For angels are being dispatched right now. Hello, Angel 911 dispatcher. Yes, I have a demonic emergency. Angels are being released right now. Angels are being released right now. Shabaka laka shaka laka shaka laka bow wow chicka.
So, yeah, her sermon went on for like a damn fucking hour. I was just shocked that a woman could preach a damn message at a church and to the level, honestly, better than any man at that fucking convention or just any fucking preacher in general, to be honest with you. The Bible is very specific about its sexism and the Lord did not want a woman to open their fuck hole to speak about the Lord because that demeans the man. And that is like... You know, supposed to be the man's fucking job to preach the fucking sermon. But I was so fucking hard after that message. I had almost come right there in my pew watching her convulse and speak all religious-like. I was just so fucking hard that I, I threw all the religious nonsense out the fucking window. I wanted to fuck this woman and I planned to do it by... Playing up the feminist acceptance card to her. Because I tell you, most of the people at this event were religious assholes that were clearly sexist as fuck. As well, they should be because that's what our religion says to do. So, I mean, they are being by the book, but nonetheless, they were sexist fucking assholes. I had actually written a whole sermon about how men were the dominant gender, but I decided to throw my notes away and skip my preaching time slot because I was now focused intensely on fucking Alex Female. Josh Renner approached me at intermission. <laughs> wow, this was such a great convention. Uh, hey, I thought you were scheduled to preach. Well, well I, I kind of, you know, had have a thing, had a thing, and, um, uh, it's hard. I, I just couldn't do it today. A, a thing? What do you mean? Well, I, you know, I, I you know, a thing. I, I just lost a family member to, um, gonorrhea, cataracts, oh. lymphobia, lymphoma of the spinal nervous system, Lou Higgins. Oh disease, you, you know, uh, bad stuff, really bad stuff. It, oh. it was sudden, but also persistent, but really, at that moment, really, really sudden. Oh, shit. Uh, I'm sorry I'm sorry to hear that, Belly. Uh, uh, who was it, uh, if you don't mind me asking? Um, hey, hey, who was it? Yeah, uh, um... Who in your family unfortunately passed from this uh, horrible tragedy? Like, who was it? Yeah, uh, the person in your family that passed. The person was a person from my family that passed. Yes, but which person, though? It was a woman, uh, a lady. Okay, uh, the, the person's name, if you don't mind me asking. I want to pray for you and for their safe entrance into heaven. Her her name, uh, the lady, the 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 woman, um, the female was uh, her name was uh, Glenda Hammerdaleberg White. Yes, Glenda Hammerdaleberg White. Glenda Hammerdaleberg. What? <laughs> Am I saying that correctly? Uh, that is so sad. Uh, uh, I am 
truly sorry. Uh, how old was she, Billy? If you don't mind me asking. Uh, she was 69. 69. Damn, that, that is truly terrible. Uh, she lived a decent amount of time, though. Uh, at least it wasn't like, you know, uh, age, you know, 13 or whatever. Also, as Christians, we, um, we believe this life is temporary. And really, Billy, it is a blessing because uh, Glenda Heimerdelberg is up in heaven now uh, where the streets have no name and are golden. And um, I, I just prayed in my head for Glenda Delberg. And um, the Lord just spoke to me now and uh, in my head that um, she is with him now. And I, I hope that comforts you. Yes, it, it does comfort me. And that is true. Um, I'm almost about to break down and, and cry just thinking about that fucking shit. You know, it's, it's funny you bring that up because uh, not too long ago, um, uh, my stepfather uh, got um, decapitated because um, he stuck his head out the car sunroof because he thought he had seen um, uh, a UFO overhead. And uh, well, as soon as he stuck his head out the top of that sunroof window, my mother drove under a tunnel and uh, it um, decapitated him fully. And um, she was listening to Christian music, um, uh, Michael W. Smith, uh, Smith I believe, and uh, blaring and uh, didn't even notice that he had been uh, decapitated. Uh, you may not at first. Until she got home and pulled in the garage and... Uh, she noticed the sunroof was up you know, when she got there to the garage. And, uh, and probably also the headless body sitting next to her. So she had to retrace her drive, you know. And, uh, and when she got back to the tunnel, there was Martin's decapitated head. You know, Martin's my step, you know, father. Right? His head was decapitated and laying out there in the, the middle of the damn road in front of the tunnel. And, uh. Vultures were picking at his fucking neck hole meat, and uh, it, <laughs> it was fucked up, you know. Uh, that's when my mother looked up and saw a UFO, and uh, she put two and two together. She figured, yeah, uh, Martin must have seen that fucking UFO right before the, the tunnel, and uh, of course the UFO shot off, and uh, my mother was shouting for the aliens to take her up and uh, reattach Martin's head and to confirm if that was in fact what happened. And uh, I mean, but that's obviously what fucking happened. I mean, obviously. It's from the, what she told me. Uh, she threw the head in the trunk and, and went home. Wow, I, I'm sorry. I, I will bring that up at our next prayer request segment at our church. I will get my church to pray for you. I appreciate that. And uh, I'll return the favor and uh, uh, we'll pray for Glenda Heimerdale Berg uh, with my church. There is uh, something else bothering me too though. Um, 
Alex Famel, the woman pastor. Yes, uh, Alex Famel, yes. Uh, that demon cunt knows the religious rules. Women are uh, to remain silent, fucking silent in the church. And um, she is um, disobeying our fucking rules, and I'm fucking pissed. I know, Josh, but I'm so damn horny. Whoa, keep your voice down now. Keep your voice down. I, I'm so damn horny thinking about her. I want to fuck her so bad. She is beautiful. I, I know, Billy, but she could be the Babylon whore. There have been numerous women I've had sexual encounters with that I thought may be the Babylon whore. I don't think Alex Famel is the Babylon whore. She looks like a good preacher to me. That message she preached was phenomenal and, and better than anything any of us could have done. She was fucking good. She was fucking good. Billy, uh, do you fucking hear yourself right now? Billy, uh, you sound like a fucking tolerant liberal acting like women can do the man's job. Stop being so woke. Let me give you uh, uh, a scripture uh, from hit, um, a historical document called the Bible, okay? This is from the Bible. This is from 1 Timothy, but I permit not a, a woman to teach, uh, nor to have dominion over a man, uh, but to be in quietness, for Adam was first formed, then Eve. And um, Adam was not beguiled, but the woman being beguiled uh, hath uh, fallen into transgression. And, but she shall be saved through her childbearing if they continue in faith and love and sanctification with sobriety. Oh, Timothy can fuck off with that shit. I have to have sex with Alex Famel. That's all. I just want to have sex with her. Uh, okay, well, if it's just about sex, then I guess I, it would be okay. But to me, that woman is pure fucking evil, and I would never uh, put my dick into a known woman pastor or a, a transsexual or a... Uh, a homosexual, um, my religion tells me I must have pure sex. And that means with a woman in the missionary uh, for two minutes and uh, with about two hours period beforehand of me trying to achieve a damn erection. Yeah, Josh, I'm sure fucking your hand over and over that the Lord would be okay with you fucking someone, just anyone at some point. Well, I, I, I fuck my wife, and yes, my hand sometimes. I heard about the divorce, Josh. Uh, okay, well, uh, times are rough. Okay, I want your help. I want you to go up to Alex Famel and tell her that women should not be preachers and stuff like that that us evangelicals believe. 
then I'm going to come over there, and if you let me, I'm going to put, I'm going to punch you in the dick for being a sexist. Well, I, I don't want to be punched in the cock. Well, let me slap you in the face at least, something. Okay, fine, but I want 20 bucks. Uh, fine, Here, here's 10 bucks. That's all I fucking have. All I fucking have. Okay, well, Venmo me the rest later. Okay, I will Venmo you the fuck later. Okay, fine. Uh, this bitch better be uh, a good leg because, uh, will you at least take a, a, a cell phone video of the sexual act and uh, send it to me? Uh, maybe. Now get your fucking ass over there and creep it up. Well, Billy, it's just that I'm not sure if she's she will fall for a, a good Christian guy like me being a quote-unquote creep. Oh, I believe she will, Josh. You are a fucking creep. So Alex was over in the reception area having a drink of grape juice when a nervous Josh Renner approached her. Look, Alex Fumel, Alex Fumel, uh, what are you doing? What you're doing is against God and man. God is a man. God has a penis, okay? And you will do what the Lord tells you to do. If the Lord wants you to make him a sandwich, you make him a fucking sandwich. If the Lord tells you to shut your bitch mouth, the, uh, the Lord wants you to shut the fuck up, alright? I have dominion over you, and you don't have dominion over me. I have dominion. The dominion. Uh, let me give you a, a reference scripture, okay? Um, this is from 1 Timothy. But I permit not a woman to teach, uh, nor do I uh, to have dominion over a man, but to be in quietness. For Adam was first formed, then Eve. And Adam was not beguiled, and uh, the woman was not beguiled, uh, hath fallen into transgression. But she shall be saved through... Uh, her childbearing, if they continue in faith and love and sanctification with sobriety. There you have it, bitch. Okay, look, douchebag. I will preach because that's what the Lord wants me to do. He spoke to me in my head. <laughs> well, uh, the Lord spoke to me in my head, and uh, he said, no, not this bitch. This bitch cannot be preaching in my house. He, he, he actually spoke in my head not too long ago about, um, uh, see, you see, the, I had this uh, colleague of mine tell me recently uh, he had a, a family member tragically pass from uh, gonorrhea, lymphomia of the spine, and um, I offered my condolences and, uh, I offer my colleague the, the reassurance that his family member was in heaven. That's because the Lord, clear as day, said, Then the Heimerdelberg is with him in heaven. And he said, 
also that Glenda Hammerdale Bird was a good Christian woman that uh, attended her man the way God intended. That name sounds made up. Maybe that was really Satan speaking to you? I don't know what to tell you. All I know is I can preach as well as anybody. Some say better than most people. I am an instrument for my Lord, and the Lord can use me for His glory if He wants. Stop being sexist! Yeah, asshole! Stop being a misogynistic, sexist asswipe! I heard an angel speak today, and her name is Alex Fumel. Nice to meet And I also heard a demon speak today, and his name is Jeff Renner. You should be ashamed of your wicked self. You are the herpes on the taint of my lord. And you're fucking scum. You are not an alpha male. You are a beta. Women are equal to men. Women are equal to men. I say be gone with your Trump damn goddamn fucking demon self, you son of a motherfucking bitch. Take this, you oh. motherfucker. Oh, that's my fucking balls. Not the balls. Hey, I had to punch you in the balls. You don't disrespect a lady. Oh, 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 fuck. Why did you punch him in the balls after I clearly punched him in the balls? I'm a woman, but I can punch balls too. I can handle him myself. I'm not a damsel in distress. Look, first off, I'm a huge fan. The message you gave was incredible. Secondly, I know you can handle situations yourself. I punched him in the balls because I personally wanted to. Because the shit he says is so fucking repulsive. I had to handle him. I'm a feminist. And I just had to take care of that motherfucker. Oh my fucking balls, you motherfucker. Shut up, you. That's all you fucking think about is your balls. Okay, look. The name's White. Billy White. Billy, okay, I appreciate it, but it's really okay. I'm used to people being sexist because of what was written in the Bible and, of course, their interpretation of that. You lady. You lady are the the best fucking preacher I have ever fucking heard. You have this rhythm about you. Victory, 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 victory. Disperse the angels. All that. You speak like an angel. Look, can I take you out for an after church mail? Um... We could go to Arby's. Um, sure. I, I would like that. So Alex and I went to Arby's and had extra large roast beef sandwiches and talked about Christianity and Trump. So Alex, I can't help but sense that you are into the more normalized, and some would say less normalized version of Christianity You're more into the classical Christianity, really, but 
you are in a way classical modern in, in the fact that you have the viewpoint that women are equal to men. Uh, tell me, did you vote for Trump? Yes, I voted for Trump alongside about 70 plus percent of evangelicals. I don't like the fact that he has bragged about grabbing women by their pussies and things like that, but the evangelical community has said, this is our guy and I want to do what's right for our Lord, even though I'm more, you know, <laughs> classical, like you said. I am actually uh, pretty modern in the fact that I preach mainly uh, about Trump and I worship Trump and I am in you know, to dictators, and I'm a Republican, and I'm into Republicanism. It's just the modern way of Christianity these days, you know. <laughs> I think your preaching was top-notch, but I think I could give you some tips if you would be so inclined uh, to listen to my ideas for you. Yeah, I mean, uh, I can take some of your suggestions. Okay, um... What do you believe is the biggest issue concerning your uh, performance? The message was good. Y you may want to mention Trump more and not so much Jesus. But overall, your message was spot the fuck on. Well, the biggest thing right now is that people don't really accept me as a preacher because of the first Timothy thing because I'm a woman. Woman! Bingo! You got it! Exactly! And then I proceeded to take my shoe off and I took my sock off. Well, what the hell are you doing? Bear with this, me now. That stinks! I quickly made a sock puppet. I took a black permanent marker and I drew a face with a handlebar mustache on the sock. And then I took one of our extra straws from the table and I poked it in the lower section of the sock. Alex, imagine someone who looks like this. This sock right here performing your sermon. So, basically a man? Yes! Bingo! I, I thought I was going to have to explain this all day to you. I'm so glad you're getting it. Imagine this guy. For example, saying, uh, victory, victory, I hear the sound of victory, victory, victory. Angels are getting dispatched right now. Angels getting dispatched. I'm sorry, is that supposed, supposed to be his penis, the straw? Well, um, I thought it could be his tie, that's what I was trying to go for there, but, um, yes, uh, it could be his penis. That, well, actually, that works out better, actually. That's his penis. Yes, he's a man. A man. Okay, uh, I get it, what you're saying, okay? Um, you think I should be a guy? Yes, this date, I mean, this outing is going so great. Yes, just strap your tits down, get your hair, um, cut short and uh, do a, a deep voice and um, keep the same material but um, add more Trump, 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 stuff about Republicanism and stuff. You will be the biggest 
thing fucking ever. Stop. F fucking stop. I am fucking insulted to say the least. I thought you were different. You are sexist just like every other fucking pastor I've ever fucking met. No, no, I'm not. I'm not. I like that you are a woman. Believe me. You are amazing. However, I know the industry. They are sexist as fuck. That's why you got booed uh, for like 10 minutes to begin with. And I just try to give you advice. Because you're, you're a better fucking preacher than me. Okay? I said it. I'm a man. And you, the woman, are a better fucking preacher than I will ever fucking be in my life. And I'm ashamed of my goddamn self. Well, thank you for your honesty and for your advice. But I think I will be okay. The second conference is in three weeks. And, um... I'm going to bring it then. You'll see. Okay, well, you know, I'll certainly enjoy it because I'm a feminist, as you know. You're right. You, you should just keep the same routine. I, I'm sorry. Um, I just know how terrible these preachers can be, and I just wanted people to see what a great preacher you really are. You're the best I've ever heard. At the end of our Arby's meal, I told her, well, I had a hell of a fucking time. You are truly an enchanting, uh, engaging, amazing, preaching, uh, incredible, just, I don't even see you as um, an actual preacher. I see you as a woman. I see you as an incredible woman. I would like to do this Oh, again sometime. Uh, I will be having to, you know, drive back to Florida shortly. So, please, let's do this again. Uh, maybe we can get together after, you know, that second conference this month, if you don't mind. Well, actually, I live here in Atlanta. So, if you just want to come back to my place, I... I would hate for you to travel so far during the middle of the night. Fuck yes. Yeah. Um, yes. I, um, sure. I, I could come back to your place. So we go to Alex Female's house. She lives in a five-bedroom brick house. I think, oh my Christly Trump in heaven. This is a Damn fucking house. We got to the front door. The door was shaped like a damn cross. We entered. And there was a beautiful spiral staircase. Next to a delicate living room. Like you see on HGTV. I said. This is the most beautiful place. I have ever seen on the face of this earth. Well besides that toilet billionaire's home. Let me show you a tour of the house. So she briefly shows me different places of the house. That's why a house tour is. Then Alex took me up to a bedroom painted all in black. And she said, 
This is my bedroom. Wow, I like a big black bedroom. It's uh, quite nice. Rather nice. Why don't you take your top off? To, to, uh, take my take my top off. You want me to take my top off? Slowly. I will put some Christian music on. I want to see you take your top off. Okay. Okay. Here I go. You got a nice pair of tits. Let me grab one. Um, okay. Go ahead and grab one. Grab that thing. Now take your bottoms off. Uh, bottoms? Uh, like my pants? You want me to take my pants off? Yeah, take it fucking off. Okay, as you wish. Here I go. Mm, I like those red little panties. Take those off too. Thank you. Um, these are my Spider-Man ones. You know, they kind of ride up my ass so it's like a thong, but... <laughs> You want me to take these off? Are, are you sure? Cause uh, we just kind of met and stuff. Take your goddamn panties off. Okay, <laughs> you don't have to tell me twice. But there you go. What do you think, baby? Mmm, I like a little hair down there. Mmm. So we prayed together hard. Prayed together hard. As we listened to that seductive Christian music she had on. doing her damn sermon. The Lord said it is done. Oh, praise the Lord Trump. The it is done. Praise him. Praise Trump. All I hear is victory. Trump is so good. Like a rushing wind, Jesus blew within. In the corners of heaven right now. Damn, this fucking bitch is crazy. In the corners of heaven right now. Trump, damn. I 
to fuck you more I want to fuck you more Angels are being released right now! Staying there at Alex's house for a month, fucking her and doing all types of wild things all month. I was living the fucking dream. I didn't care if I ever came back to my dumbass church again. As y'all know, this damn church kept trying to call me all month asking where I've been. Well, I've been fucking Alex, okay? And it was the best sex of my fucking life. She even put a strap on, and used it on me. And it felt so nice to tell you the truth. Alex was my heart, okay? So I was in love with her. And one day, after our lovemaking, Alex got a phone call from the Atlanta Preaching Conference Board. Hello, Alex from Mal. This is Ian Harrison, I am the lead member of the Chamber of Preachers Board Director of the Subcommittee Conference Preaching Board of Atlanta Preaching Establishment. I am calling you to tell you we really enjoyed your performance the other day at the, the, the conference. But it was a fluke. What I mean by a fluke, you see, you are a woman. We had no idea of this. You, you show up and you preach as a damn woman. This, of course, goes against our Christian morals and values. We cannot have you performing in a couple days at the next convention as a woman, as, as you. You know, uh, in 1 Timothy, it says clearly, Fuck Timothy, and fuck you, Ian Harrison. I'm a better preacher than you will ever be, and my dick is bigger than yours. Fuck you. I realize this upsets you, okay? However, this is God's will. I spoke to him in my brain myself. Plus, it's in the scriptures, so my hands are tied. Now, I get as a woman... As you being a woman, rather, you may think this is sexist. And really, I can understand why you may feel that way. I don't like being the bearer of bad news. However, this is what the Lord has intended. He intends you ought to be silent and let the man run the show. Sorry if that offends you in any way. Sorry if, but that is what it is. The Lord said it, not me. Fuck you, Ian Harrison, you fucking sexist fucking bastard. Alex got off the phone and started crying. I overheard the whole fucking conversation because it was on speakerphone. I held her. Listen, Alex. <laughs> That guy was a fucking asshole. An asshole. I still have a preaching time slot. 
I say we do that sermon as a couple. You can dress up like a dude, like basically like a Milan sort of thing, tuck your tits away, cut your hair, wear a fake handlebar mustache, and do a man voice, just like the sock, remember? It will be perfect. Then at the end, we can reveal that you were in disguise the whole fucking time and get those bastards back. We can then call them all sexist pigs and to go fuck themselves. Fuck themselves, yeah. <laughs> so Alex tucked her tits away, got her hair cut, put on a handlebar mustache, and did her best dude voice. We practiced the joint sermon together as a team, got really good at it as we practiced, and um, I got kind of turned on by Alex in her man gear. She got the strap on on, and uh, we went at it right there. I was even more turned on than before. We fucked so fucking hard. So the, the day of the conference arrived, and Alex and I took the stage. How the fuck are y'all doing? Praise Trump! Thank you, Jesus. Yeah, as you see, this is my bro right here, Alex Alexander. This is Alexander right here, motherfuckers. Yeah, this is my bro right here. I got you. I got you. How about that game the other night, motherfucker? I'll tell you, that was brutal. Yeah, it was a good fucking game, all right. Hey, uh, Pastor White, did you get any, uh, pussy recently, bro? Fuck yeah, Dad. She was fucking hot as hell, bro. I got her and prayed with her for the Lord. What? Y'all prayed and fucked at the same time? Yeah, we did a sermon together while fucking. It sounds like you guys make a good team. Like that team we watched on the TV while we drank the beers, man. You remember that? You guys made a good team fucking together. Oh, Alex. Alexander. We were the best fucking team uh, a guy could ever hope for. And as we do this joint sermon together, do you think we can recreate that moment? As fucking bros. Pound it right there, buddy. Explode it, too. Okay, yeah. I think we can recreate that right the fuck now. I will fuck you. The Lord said it is done. I the Lord said it is done. I the Lord said it is done. You. Get the fuck out of your seats. I want Get to Get your motherfucking hands you. up, motherfuckers. Get the fuck out!
Fucking kiss me, baby. Angels are being released right now. <laughs> kiss me, Billy. What the fuck? Homosexuals? Damn man can't be kissing. This is a gay couple. Oh, no. This is a woman. Joke's on you. This is Alex the male. I ripped Alex's mustache off and also ripped her shirt open, revealing her bare breast. Dear Christ Almighty, that's a damn transsexual. Alex Famel, I thought I told you you were done preaching. And how did you respond? You show up and show me that you're a transsexual. No, this is a woman, you sexist bastard. And you sexist people out there, Fuck this convention, you bunch of sexist fucking assholes, you fucking bigots. Angels are being released right now. Tell me, just what fucking gender is this person here? I can't have a gay couple preaching at a convention, or a trans person, or, or a, um, a damn woman. It's against God. First Timothy, I advise you to read it. It's in the scripture. Fuck you, Ian Harrison. I am a woman. Hear me fucking roar. Angels are being released right now. That's damn fucking right. She is a woman. We have had intercourse numerous times. She was inside me and I was inside her. And angels are being released. She had her penis in you? She did say her dick was bigger than mine on my phone, but I thought that was just a clever feminist-type reactionary statement. Is this a fucking man or a woman? I, what gender is this here preacher? I have to know the gender of someone preaching to me. What gender were you born? Well, if you ask the Lord in your head, he will tell you I am a woman and that I will fucking preach if I fucking want to. Now, young lady, woman, ha have you altered your genitalia in any form or fashion in any way? Well, I did use a fake penis on Billy here. Um, I do have a vagina, so Billy has entered my badge too. 
and butthole. Oh my dear lord, this is a chameleon transsexual, can go anyway. What the fuck? This here is against my damn religion. Relax, it was a strap-on, dumbass. She's a woman. I wouldn't fuck a guy, you sexist bastard. You two get the fuck out of this church and go back to the hell you came from, you hear me? The convention is fucking ruined. Everyone get the fuck home. We have to have this place blessed and professionally clean. I'm still not sure the gender of this individual, Alex Female. This is confusing as fucking hell, and I believe a guy can be his daddy and his son at the same time. This shit, though, has me baffled. And, uh, just get the fuck out, you two. Guards, escort these two out. No, Alex, we are getting fucking escorted out right now. We are two angels getting dispersed right now. Shut up, you two, to the streets with you. I eventually had to come back to church. I got email after email after email from friends and family asking, what the fuck, was I in a gay relationship or was I trans, uh in a trans relationship or if I supported women preachers rights and women's rights. The outpour of total bigotry and hatred was overwhelming. Most people told me I was going to hell or they wanted to help save me because they thought I was lost. It was the most vile stuff I have ever read. I actually had a, a damn you know, rock thrown through my window once at the trailer, the other at the my car. It is truly horrifying stuff now that I was uh, on the other side of the conversation. And, um, and I thank you for y'all's Christian evangelical support. I appreciate you being there for me. I hope my sermon was clear clearing things up for you and any confusion uh, in the straight evangelical Christian Trumpian community. Um, oh, damn, here's another one. Another one of these damn rock notes. Fuck off, people. I had a consensual adult relationship with a biological woman. Me and Alex have been engaged in a long-distance relationship up until now. So this next part is hard for me to say, but Alex eventually broke up with me, people. Today, in fact, on Valentine's Day. Apparently, my friend, John Renner, you know, the guy I punched in the fucking balls, sent Alex... You know, a video of me preaching, going into the whole First Timothy women should remain silent, spill, sh shorter stick, you know. So that was a fucking argument. And um, she also said I was being too clingy. Well, that is because when we are FaceTiming, I keep seeing some dude walk back and forth behind her, back and forth. I keep asking... Who is that? And she claims 
It's uh, her brother. I didn't know she had a brother. Um, things unfortunately didn't work out, but maybe some time apart will help. I don't know. I still have feelings for Alex, but hey, at least I can focus on the Lord right now. I'm kind of disappointed in myself for getting so carried away with this, you know, woman uh, can do anything sort of um, stuff that I lost, you know, sight of the foundational Republican evangelical values and believed the liberal lie that women are equal. I apologize. And I apologize to this church for deserting you and falling short of my core sexist values. Never again will I fall to such indiscriminate values. Never again will I allow a woman to control me. I will start listening to only Joe Rogan and Jordan Peterson. It's the only way I can get back to my classical asshole roots. Uh, most Christians don't even like porn where a girl gets her pussy eaten. It's demeaning to the man to say the least. we rather watch four girls all simultaneously suck a dick. It's so much more biblical. I mean, Lot, you know, got raped by his daughter, so I am speaking biblically right now. I like to call my musicians up, please. Let's finish this bitch. So now that we've celebrated the month, of love and we have discussed love and sex and relationships are you sure you are a Christian QAnon nut job I mean you did come to church this morning so that's a pretty good indicator that you may be a QAnon Christian nut job and that you have a religious force inside your brain telling you what to do and how to act and how to instruct others to act. It doesn't mean we are perfect or anything like that, but we are trying to be really, really good people. People that are deserving of the Lord's graciousness and salvation. Valentine's Day is about, yes, fucking and sex, Going at it with the one you love, or doing it as a team, whatever you're into. I can't help but think about Melvin and Melva. They love each other and have been tested so much throughout their long marriage. Now, Melva's sex number is greater than Melvin's number, um, but... However, they are both older people, and I'm not trying to be an asshole when I say this, but maybe one of them could pass on at any time. That's a scary thing. The older you get, the closer to death you are. Don't mean to rub it in there, guys. So if, if Melva goes first, then Melvin has a chance to beat that sex record on Earth. Of course, he will be like that liberal LeBron James 
chasing Kareem Abdul-Jabbar for the all-time point leader. Melva has a good lead, don't get me wrong, but if, let's say, um, she passes on, God forbid, and Melvin lives another three to four years, maybe even ten, I believe he can do it. Melvin's giving me the thumbs up, and Melvin's shaking her head. God, you guys are such a fucking cute couple. I love you too. And I'm glad that you guys are just, you know, doing some fucking one-on-one and fucking the, the brains out of each other. You guys are so fucking in love. That's just great. But like I'm saying, make love to the one you love because you love them, so you make love and you love them to the one you love cause you love them now. Love them now because tomorrow could be too late. I found that out many times the hard way. Your lover could pass on at any time. Or just anyone in general. Anything you love, the Lord might take away from you cause you love it or love them. Your lover could fall into a coma. Let me give you a death scenario. <sighs> Let's say you just got uh, married to some random person you don't really even know that fucking well. You only knew that person for like two to three fucking weeks before you decided to pop the question. Your family is always asking you, hey, do you really know this person? The reason they ask is because that person you're about to marry acted like a little bitch to your family. You say, you are in love. Oh, I'm in love. <sighs> so you have a dumbass wedding in your grandparents' backyard. All the guests have to be shuttled into this dumbass small fucking wedding. Afterwards, you two take a long, honeymoon cruise in the Caribbean. You both decide to go scuba diving in the ocean together as, you know, a fun side activity. You met with another couple in your group who were also doing the scuba dive. One was a beautiful red-headed woman in a, you know, red thong. You kept looking at her, just staring, staring at that ass. Try to do it suddenly, but your damn wife keeps looking at you like, what the fuck? She just looks fucking pissed, and your wife looks sadly ugly, chubby, and mad as hell in her black one-piece swimsuit. You say, well, let's go under. You can't wait to discreetly watch that redhead swimming underneath the water. Everything is bouncing. As you are scuba diving, you see two electric eels surround your chubby wife. She looks like fucking Ursula from The Little Mermaid. And your wife just recently got her hair dyed gray because you know it's a trendy thing these days. So she really looks like fucking Ursula. You just keep staring at that redhead woman as she swims. You can see the outline of her asshole as she swims into the other direction. You look back at your wife. 
Ursula is coming at you with her posse of eels. You're like, oh fuck, poor unfortunate souls. This looks terrifying. You were always scared of Ursula as a small boy watching that Little Mermaid VHS copy so long ago. It was terrifying seeing that image brought to life. So that posse of eels grabs you it takes hold of your arms and your legs as Ursula takes a knife and cuts the airline to your scuba tank. You are screaming, but your scream is muffled by the water. As you are shaking in the fear of drowning and struggling to be released from the deadlock grip those eels have on you, your wife now looks like Ursula, so let's just call her Ursula, is staring you in the fucking eyes with her cold-blooded stare like, yeah, I want you to know I'm killing you. You make it a point, though, to avert your eyes and look at the red-headed woman's ass again. So Ursula, so Ursula instructs her eels to pull your goggles off and eat your eyeballs. Waves and streams of red blood come out of your eye holes as those eels eat your eyes. You think, how the fuck is this woman summoning eels and controlling these damn eels? This woman is pure fucking evil. I hate fucking Ursula. I hate my dumbass wife. I guess my marriage isn't going too well right now. I should have listened to my damn fucking family. If the truth is ever exposed though about my murder, like on Dateline or whatever, my family will at least say something like, I knew something was off about her. Because you know, that's always when the truth comes out after someone's murder in the family. But um, that, that's beside the point, but um, you say, I wish I was just with that beautiful, thong, red-headed girl instead. She was fucking beautiful, banging in that thong. I really fucked up. You slip into unconsciousness. And it's hard for me to say, but you pass on. Your wife later just says you were attacked by eels save you. She is not charged with your murder or anything. She even finishes the rest of the cruise and has sex with two different people. One from the boat and one from the island. It wasn't together, but it was separate. So now that you passed on, based on that realistic, plausible example of a death scenario, where the fuck would you where the fuck would you go? Would you go to heaven? Or would you go to hell? Don't tell me nowhere. You either go to heaven, which is the optimal place to go, or you go to the butt-fucking abyss of Satan's lair, known as the Lake of Fire, bitch. Hell. Hell. Get that fucking straight, people. Maybe you need to give your life to this church. Maybe you need to become an evangelical. 
Well, come down and I will teach you how to be a right-wing, evangelical, fucking nut job asshole. All you have to do is come down, come for me this Sunday morning. Please come for me. And please subscribe to Little White Church. Subscribe to Little White Church. Okay. No one wants to come down. You guys just sit in your fucking pews all the time. Fucking lazy assholes. Come down and get saved, damn it. I just can't believe that a church full of people that I see every Sunday will just sit in their fucking pews and not come over and get saved. Are you just going to keep living a godless life of coming to church and sitting in your pew and, and just sitting there when the preacher tells you to come down and get fucking saved? What the fuck is wrong with you? Okay, that's enough. I'm signing off. You guys, try to go home and read your fucking Bibles. Fuck. For every enemy that is aligned against you, let there be that we would strike the ground for you will give us victory, God. I hear a sound of abundance of rain. I hear a sound of victory. I hear a sound of shouting and singing. I hear a sound of victory. I hear a sound of an abundance of rain. I hear a sound of victory. I hear a sound of an abundance of rain. I hear a sound of victory. The Lord says it is done. The Lord says it is done. The Lord says it is done for I hear victory 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 in the quarters of heaven in the quarters of heaven victory 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 for angels are being released right now angels are being dispatched right now Hamanda ata ata rata teda baka sanda ata ambo osa kata rite eke banda ata rike didi ashata for angels have even been dispatched from Africa right now Africa right now Africa right now from Africa right now they're coming here they're coming here in the name of Jesus from South America they're coming here they're coming here they're coming here they're coming here from Africa from South America angelic forces angelic reinforcement angelic reinforcement angelic reinforcement pika hata anda ata ora batarata ande ek ek manda rasata for i hear the sound of victory 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 i hear the sound of victory